content is king, but marketing is queen and she runs the household. So if we think about that, content is super important these days, but if you don't have it backed by marketing and you're not clear on your intention on what you want from this content, then you're going to be doing content for content's sake and not actually doing it strategically. Hi everyone, welcome to this episode of the Make It Happen Show, where it's time for you to make it happen. In these implementation sessions, we're joined by an industry expert who'll take you through in detail how to make it happen in your business. These are full of implementable actions, so get your pens ready, take notes, and be ready to apply these to your business. Let's get into it. Heather is the founder of Website Love, a website development and social media agency, an Amazon Kindle number one bestseller, co-author of four business books, trainer of that social media show on the Bizversity business app used in over 100 countries and host of the new podcast, The Hustle Rebellion. Heather is also one of nine Facebook community trainers in Australia and New Zealand. I know this next session is going to be absolutely fantastic. So Heather, I'll throw straight over to you. Woohoo! Hello. Hey guys, how's it going? In this session, what we're going to talk about is the following. All right. So giving your audience what they want, of course. And now you're getting clear on your audience or your audiences, your target markets, right? and the different content types and what to consider for each. Now, there's a quote that I absolutely love from Gary Vaynerchuk. And the quote is, content is king, but marketing is queen and she runs the household. So if we think about that, content is super important these days. But if you don't have it backed by marketing and you're not clear on your intention on what you want from this content, then you're going to be doing content for content's sake and not actually doing it strategically. So here we go. So let's start with giving your audience what they want. Now, there's a couple of ways of going about this. And again, when I said, don't, don't create content for content's sake, it's so important that we just don't go, oh crap, I haven't done content this week. I haven't done social media posts in a month. I haven't done an email in a year. <laughs> you know, like you don't want to just be reactively sticking stuff out there. You really want to think through these first steps that we're going to walk through together. So first things first, ask your audience where they need help. So for those of you that have any sort of email list, this is fantastic. Or any of you that have any sort of following on social media, this is a really easy exercise for you to do. I tend to do this once a year. Uh, so I get information from my email list and then I'm able to create content for them according to what they want. The second thing you wanna do outside of asking your tribe, you know, what to create for them is answering sales objections. So think through, all those objections that you guys are getting, you know, whether you're on a sales call, um, whether it's, you know, back and forth emails, whether it's you've sent out a proposal and somebody comes back with objections, whether it's, you know, online where you're trying to sell something and it's an ad and you're selling a product, people are writing comments in that ad or, or you know, on the social media post, what are those objections? So you want to write them down. You want to write down the top 10 objections that you're consistently getting over time. 
And that is going to be some fantastic content. So what you do is you look through this list of your 10 objections or limiting beliefs, and you think, how can you use these in your content to help them overcome these thoughts? Now, the next one is doing keyword research. So especially for those of you that are newer with your businesses and don't maybe have a huge following yet. And I say yet, cause you're going to, um, you know, using keyword research is amazing and there's great tools that exist already out there for us to use. So two that I absolutely adore because they're free is number one, answer the public. And number two, Neil Patel's SEO tool called Uber suggest. So let's have a little look in both of these. So let's start with Uber Suggest. First of all, you type in a keyword phrase and you see are people actually searching for it. Then you scroll down and you go, what are people actually resonating with? What types of content do they like? Meaning, are they sharing on social? It's great for finding out you know, what people are actually Googling. Is there enough people actually Googling the phrase in the first place, getting variations of that phrase? and then finding out pieces of content that you might be able to one-up or get ideas for. Answerthepublic.com. So here's how it works. And then I'm going to have you guys go off and do it for yourselves. So you go to this website and then you literally type in a phrase of a piece of content that you want to create. So remember, this can be what your email list has told you that they want. This can be sort of around objections or, or whatever, right? So you're kind of brainstorming at this point, what do you think that maybe you should write or create or film content about? Pop in here, like let's say you do kitchen renos, you type in here kitchen renovations, and it essentially shows you all these combinations of phrases, what the actual public online is Googling, asking in like forums like Quora, all these different places. So we have like when, what, which, how, like how to, how do kitchen renovations, that doesn't even make sense. How much does kitchen renovations cost? How much do kitchen, there's like all these combos. How do, how to, how to do cheap kitchen renovations? How do budget kitchen renovations? Hi there, Tim jumping in here quickly to say, if you're enjoying this episode, our team at The Entourage has plenty more for you to sink your teeth into. We not only publish a new episode every week, plus the full video on YouTube, we also have heaps of resources and tools on our website available to help you build and scale an impactful business. You can find the link to all of this in our about section. Also, so you never miss any of the insights and strategies from our guests, don't forget to subscribe to learn more each week. Now, let's get back to the show. So that's the first topic is just really kind of coming up with ideas that are going to be helpful to your target market. Once you have all these amazing ideas, which some of you have amazing ideas, I can tell already. Now what? Now what? So there's all these different types of content that you can create. I'm going to go through them with you. So let's get stuck in. My good old mate, Gary Vaynerchuk, I wish he was, I don't have never met him, but um, so Gary Vaynerchuk, the reason why I pulled him up is because he is a, a master at content creation. And I really like his content model. It's something that I use as well. So I thought I'd um, start with that because it's an easy way to get your head around creating what's called like a pillar piece of content and then spinning off little chunks from there. You document one long form piece of content. So that's either going to be a podcast, a video, or an article. Ideally, you want video, by the way, um, if you can. So if you're doing a podcast, film yourself on video because the reason why is that if you can do video as a top level pillar piece of content, you can split out so much from that. You can transcribe it into articles. 
you can have um, little social media graphics that come from it. There's so much you can do. So if you can do video, I highly recommend that as your pillar piece. And even if you do podcast, film while you're doing the podcast. So you have video. So the idea being that if you now know what you know around uh, you know, keyword research and understanding answer to the public, you guys have all these nice little chunks or pieces of content that you can create. So the idea being is that you will go off and create um, a video, like a video training on that particular phrase that you came up with. And then you're gonna be able to create all these little other pieces of content around that video. I'm gonna walk you through each of the pieces in a moment, but that's gonna be a really great use of your time. It's gonna mean that you can distribute these types of content pieces everywhere because you'll have different combos that come out of it. So let's walk through around the video, like the, the pieces of content that can ultimately come from a video. The first one is we have written, audio, and of course, video, right? So these are the, the core three types of content that exist. And there's obviously different types of content that exist in each. So these are the overlay, overarching sort of umbrella types of content, and then there's different things that exist in each. So the first one is a written blog, um, and this would be an article on your website. So this is something that you would teach. It would be news. It would be uh, product comparisons, um, anything sort of in the space of you expanding more on what your business does to help your potential customer out. So each article that you create on your website is ultimately helping Google to know what your website stands for. And also people will get more information from you. So it's really great for SEO. It expands you know, your reach there. It helps out your, your customer as well by giving them content that they can consume. It's really good for multiple steps in your customer journey. Uh, so literally from sort of that awareness all the way through to delight because you're really giving a lot of value um, to drive people through what they can do with your business. It's great content for a newsletter. You can package them as well or portions of them in as PDFs, comparison charts, et cetera. And the great thing about a blog is like, if you do the video piece of content, you can transcribe that and that essentially can become your blog. Written on social media. So obviously this is another huge piece that we wanna do in our business. So not only do we have the articles that go on our website, but now we have the social media aspect where we're out there talking about our business and helping people. So what you can do on social really easily is repurpose your blog content. So whether that is, um, you know, teaching little snippets from that particular blog content or doing, you know, the quotes like we just shared with Gary Vaynerchuk, um, essentially you're just taking pieces of your blog content and putting that out as social media posts. Uh, it's easy to talk about what you do in multiple angles because they're short. Social media posts are relatively short. So you can really come in and share information that, um, you know, can resonate with your audience in different ways. And it's really great for behind the scenes and storytelling where blogs are much more educational. Um, storytelling is a big part of what you do in your business. Massive. I mean, it's, it's great. Obviously you're going to whack a whole bunch of storytelling on your about page and throughout the copy and content on your site, but the magic of storytelling and behind the scenes content really happens on social media. So writing what you're working on in your business, um, it, you know, what your customers are achieving, that's great content for social media written emails of course right so we have the blog posts we have social media posts that we can be writing and we of course have the emails that we want to be sending out to our database 
ongoing. So with emails, they're a really easy way to keep your list active and engaged. And you want to do that. Like the worst thing we can do is just send out sales-based emails all the time. Like just bombard our list. Whenever we want to sell something, we're like, oh, hurry up and promote it to our list. You want to keep your list happy and healthy in between your sales promotions. So the best way to do that is by writing really great content and sharing that via your emails. So you want to be using your content wisely and really thinking through and repurposing it whenever possible. And podcast has very high content completion rates. Um, you can get a lot of consumption from a podcast. There's something about having an audio in your ear when somebody's walking or doing the neighborhood bushwalk like I am during lockdown every day um, where you, you tend to just consume audio much more easily. And um, it's also great for those of us that don't like video, although I will have a caveat on that. If you do your podcast, I do actually recommend you're filming yourself too, because that's helpful to have that video. It's really easy for interviews. Um, you know, you don't have to do your own solo shows. You can actually go out there and interview people and they create the content essentially for you. Uh, and then it, great for expanding your network. So podcasts can work in very mysterious ways. You don't have to do one to be like, oh, I wanna be top of the charts, which would be amazing but you can use them strategically to get a foot in the door to you know, um, expand your network, but also just have a really tight, amazing little tribe that really loves what you're talking about. So they're great. Social media, video on social media. All right, so here we go. <laughs> it's easy and very fast to create. We all have a phone. You pick up your phone and you create something. Just have a little chat on your phone. It does not need to be long. Um, relatively shorter the better on social media these days and it does not even need to be you <laughs> it can be an animated post or a slideshow video on social media I mean one thing that I've learned and I like all these sort of interesting details and nuances I get from Facebook for being a trainer for them and what they said you know at the beginning of last year is like obviously due to the pandemic most people started tuning into video so they have never seen across Instagram and Facebook so much video consumption ever. It's massive. It's not going down. Um, and it's just a really fun medium to play with. And, and it, again, you can doesn't have to be you. <laughs> but I do recommend testing you in there as well. So that's another one. Definitely give it a go. Webinars, or um, as I like to say, on-demand masterclasses these days, that's kind of the new term that people are throwing around. But they work really well, too, because they're also... Um, video that you can break up and use in different chunks. You don't even need to show your face. You can do Zoom and hide your face, right? Um, it's it's some, one of those cool things where you just do some slides and teach something or share your screen, or your computer screen. Um, it could be a great way to force you to create content. Um, and most people are visual learners, so they actually like to see something. They like to, when they're learning, they like to be able to see what you're talking about. Although with that said, pod I think podcast still works really well. You just can't really show them stuff on a podcast. Um, great to repurpose pieces from other things, right? So like, and then the, the cool thing about webinars is that you can absolutely sell directly from them because you have that really captive audience and it is sort of that video teaching environment. So you can definitely share a next step for them to take. Um, so that is another really cool tool. So webinars can be, you know, live. They can be pre-recorded. They can even be like, put like as opt-in. So if somebody were to sign up for an, from an ad, so you can promote these as like a lead magnet, which I find work really well. So you can promote as a lead magnet. They sign up to learn this thing from you. They then go to the thank you page 
and you then position this video as actually like a video sales letter, like a teaching tool that actually then sells the person into something with you as well. So videos are amazing for webinars. Videos for blogs, of course. So these are um, great because the same video can go on YouTube. Um, so you have it on YouTube. Now suddenly you have a YouTube channel. And YouTube's great because it's owned by Google. It's the second largest search engine on the planet. People go there to learn things. Um, it's great for content that needs visual explanations. And it's, of course, like I said, good for SEO because of the YouTube connection, but also it can keep people on your website longer. Um, Google sort of uses these as triggers to see what, you know, if you have a good website and good content. So if somebody comes to your post and they're there for a longer amount of time, it's like a trigger to Google that you have good content on your website. All right. And one quote that I absolutely love about content creation is this. Success doesn't come from what you do occasionally. It comes from what you do consistently. And um, this is said by a woman named Marie Forleo. She has been creating content consistently for a very long time and as a result has scaled a massive company. So the idea is that, you know, you're going to hear crickets at first. You will. It's just how it is. If you're getting if you're new to content, you, you will have crickets. <laughs> you might not get a lot of engagement. But I always think of it like this. If I put out a piece of content and I have 14 people that watched it or 30 people that opened it in an email or whatever it is, those are 30 human beings that I have reached, that I potentially helped, that have friends and family that can talk to them about me. So don't get discouraged. You know, it's one of those things that you got to stick with it and keep going. And it will ultimately have its paybacks for you over time. All right. So that is it. I hope that helped. Come um, and hang out with me. Come and find me. Heatherporter.com is my personal site. Um, if you need coaching or help, you can. there's some free resources there as well. Or websitelove.com.au is my website development social media training site. Either or, they have links to all my socials. Come hang out. Let me know what you thought of this episode. Take a screen grab. Say, hey, listen to it. This is like my aha moment I got from that. <laughs> Thank you guys. All the best. Good luck growing your business on social in the future. Thanks for tuning into this episode of the Make It Happen Show. I hope you enjoyed the conversation. And it doesn't need to end there. We've actually gone and grabbed a whole bunch of extra resources for you. Behind the scenes footage, videos from this and all the other episodes, as well as show notes that you can grab for free. Just head along to www.the-entourage.com slash podcast and you can grab all those extra resources. Thanks for tuning in and I cannot wait to introduce you to our next guest on the next episode.